0: Rick here just yesterday apple held their first product launch event for the year and we got to see some of the colorful new imac and the updated ipad pro and now with 5g and also m1 chip integrated right that is also used in the apple's uh, desktop computers and not only that apple also announced the AirTag, which is a lost device tracking gadget and also The Apple TV 4K with a brand new remote. Now, I'm not really an Apple user, mainly because I don't want to get sucked into the Apple ecosystem, but I'm always so impressed by whatever they do, right? It's like they always know how to make their products look amazing, which led me to one question. Were they always that great at what they do? And the answer is obviously no. Right, because nobody is perfect, and no company, not even Apple, has had a perfect runway of success. And that is why in today's episode, let us go back in time and learn from Apple's first ever major failure, which is the Apple Three. But before we start, if you're liking this content, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and share it with someone who will benefit from this. If you're looking to improve your investing skills and you love listening to stories, then you are definitely going to enjoy this podcast because each week we'll be sharing with you investing tips and strategies by using real company examples and the power of storytelling so that you can make better investment decisions as an investor. Now, when you are ready, let us get started. So first of all, what actually happened to Apple 3? So Apple 3 at the time you know, when it was being released, It was supposed to revolutionize the computer industry, but it came with so many bugs, so many issues, that from the initial release in 1980 to when it it was discontinued in 1984, Apple only sold between 65,000 to 75,000 units, which is not much. And they actually discontinued after four years, right? From 1980 to 1984. So back in 1980, Apple had a big win with their Apple II computer, right? So Apple II was a huge success, right? It was doing so well, selling like hotcakes. So naturally, they got to work on the next generation Apple III. But this time, they decided to make some changes with the development process. So rather than assigning the task to the Apple co-founder, Steve Wozniak, Steve, Woz- Steve Wozniak was the person who designed all the previous models, right? And, but instead of giving him the task, they actually put an entire engineering team on the project for this Apple III instead of assigning to Steve Wozniak. And it took two full years to get the Apple III to the market instead of, you know, they projected it to, to release, to be launched within 10 months. But it took them two years. That's not really a big deal, to be honest. Delay, sometimes it does happen and I would say it is inevitable. But the main problem was when the product was launched to the public, it had a lot of flaws, a lot of problems. The first problem was the short time frame, the time frame between the R&D and also the production time when the product was being made. It was too short. So Apple only produced three Apple 3 computers, right? Only three. At that time so what does this mean it means that there were not many testing and quality assurance on the product before launching to the public and the second problem was the overheating problem steve jobs he insisted that apple 3 came with no fan and no air vents so it would be very quiet so instead of using a fan the apple 3 used a heavy cast aluminum base to be used as a heat sink and there was one of the biggest problems with the computer because it gets heated too fast, right? It gets too hot to an extent where the chips started dislodging from the board and caused random data and also random errors to appear on the screen, the customer screen, right? User screen. So in some cases, the disk would even melt when they were ejected from the slot. So there were so many problems with the Apple 3 and people were not happy. There were also complains that computers would occasionally crash when they click save. Imagine you completed some important task that you spent hours doing and when you click the save button, boom, computer crashed. For sure you're not going to be happy, right? But what made it even worse was the price that the Apple 3 was sold at. So Apple started selling the Apple 3 model from $4,000 to about $7,000, right? That's the somewhere, that's the Price range, in today's money, that is somewhere between thirteen thousand dollars to twenty four thousand dollars. So to put it in perspective, a brand new uh, Subaru Forester twenty in year twenty twenty costs you about twenty four thousand today, right? So that is basically how much you need to buy the Apple Three in the nineteen eighties. So it was crazy expensive, but the Apple team was convinced that they could find a way to make it work, and despite Their best effort. There were just too many problems with the computer. And after launching, the whole thing just turned out to be a massive flop. They wasted like so much of money on the project. But more importantly, they wasted so much of time as well. Time that they could never get it back. The question now is, what could they have done better? I think they should have taken a bit more time to understand the market prior to introducing the product if something feels like a good idea it's always smart to back it up with solid data instead of just relying on gut feeling no doubt the new design for the apple 3 was revolutionary right but with such short time frame i believe there wasn't enough testing or bef- there were, were not enough quality assurance uh, tests before launching to the public and it's also interesting to know that Despite all these quality assurance issues with the Apple product, Apple was still able to capture their customer's loyalty. And I think it's because mainly because they have earned the reputation early on. Right. And that Apple three was one of the few products that Apple actually ventured a little bit too far from their normal state of low defects. And as time passed, I noticed that Apple's focus seems to be shifting from low defect rates to a more elegant design and I think that is also why people love them so much and they continue to believe that Apple products are top-notch product in terms of quality despite their quality assurance issues like the iCloud security breach the bendable iPhone the Apple Watch that, that doesn't work with tattoos and so on but the thing is again Apple has gone a long way since the Apple 3 right it is nice to see how much they've grown over the years to become a trillion dollar company with such a huge competitive advantage and there's so much we could learn from them the lessons from Steve Jobs and also the challenges that the company faced throughout the years maybe we should do more episodes like this in the future well we'll see how it goes anyway that is all from me my friend i hope you learned something from this episode if you did don't forget follow subscribe and share also Recently, I came across something amazing. It is potentially a 100-bagger investment opportunity. To me, it's like a no-brainer investment. And I got so excited researching about it. The more I read, the more excited I became. Anyway, I want to share this with you guys, but it might be a little bit too deep for some of you to understand. So if you are interested, feel free to check out dilun.com. I've, post, I've posted the research there and you, you guys can go check it out, all right? Anyway, until next time, take care my friend, I'll catch you on the next episode.